What is happening, folks? This is Chaz for Two Cents on Movies. Welcome back to the station. I have a couple different segments for you guys today. Gonna dive into my review of the movie Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan's new film. Saw it on Saturday, really enjoyed it, and there's a lot to talk about with it, so really looking forward to that. And then we're gonna kind of talk about some of the news that came out of Comic-Con. I waited until Comic-Con was over to kind of talk about some of this stuff because there's as expected, a lot to take in and digest. So I'm going to break down some of the stuff from there as well. So stick around. Thank you for listening. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Two Cents on Movies. I'm Chaz, and now it is time to talk about Christopher Nolan's newest film, Dunkirk, based on the true story of the evacuation of the British Army from the town of Dunkirk in northern France in the early stages of World War II. Alright, so I've said this before on the station, I'm a future history teacher, and also World War II is my favorite period in history to talk about and to learn more about. So this film was already right up my alley. I'm going in anticipating something incredible, you know, because it's Nolan, and it's an incredible story if you don't know that much about it, and I would encourage you to not research a lot before you go in, because it's, it's a pretty, it is a pretty incredible story, and Nolan tells it beautifully. So I was really going in hoping to find a movie, you know, I could maybe use in my future teaching career, you know, as a lesson or something like that. And let me just tell you guys, this movie, it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. Through the usage of incredible cinematography and interesting uh, choices regarding storytelling, Christopher Nolan immerses you in this moment in history. He places you on the beach, on the ships, in the planes that these soldiers were in, and you're expected to survive with them. So let's kind of break this down a little bit, starting with Christopher Nolan himself. Christopher Nolan is one of the greatest directors working today. That is a just a resounding fact. Almost everyone can agree with that. He's made incredible films that range from small indie films like Insomnia or Memento to just incredible blockbusters like The Dark Knight and the rest of the Batman films. And these these extremely large films that are both like independent films and blockbusters like Interstellar and The Prestige, which The Prestige is on Netflix right now along with Memento actually. So if you haven't seen either of those two films because they're a little bit overlooked in Christopher Nolan's catalog. I highly recommend you go in and check those out because Netflix basically for free. So check those out definitely. But Dunkirk, it's an incredibly well-crafted movie. And going into these Nolan films, you have to understand that Nolan is an auteur. He has final cut say on these films. And you have to know that every single thing in this movie was there because he wants it to be there, you know? This movie is exactly the way he wants it to be, and there's not going to be anything that's, you know, out of place, unintentionally, or anything like that, because Nolan is a craftsman, and he knows how to finely tune these films. And what he does with the storytelling here, it's very unique. You have to, it, it's, an, it's another narrative of his that is told non-linearly, so you have to just go and be ready for that. I won't tell you exactly how or anything, but it's a non-linear narrative, and and it's very unique with in regards to the characters. Christopher Nolan decides not to focus on any singular character very much. There, there's not much character development in this film, but he does that intentionally. This, this, this movie is not about the characters. 
it's about this moment in history. And there's not really any scenes in this movie that are just tremendous character building, you know, sit around a campfire and talk about everything about our past, kind of like Saving Private Ryan does in that church sequence. There's nothing like that. Now, I don't think this is a detriment to the film. I think this is a just, a, just a completely unique storytelling strategy that Nolan does here. Because the movie's not titled after the characters. It's not Saving Private Ryan. Like, it's Dunkirk. It's about this moment. And I think this is a very unique choice and one that I think elevates this film to a different level. Because unlike, you know, how Saving Private Ryan wasn't about D-Day, but it had D-Day in it, and Pearl Harbor wasn't about Pearl Harbor, it was about this horrible characters, this movie is about Dunkirk. It's about this story. Imagine the 30-minute Pearl Harbor attack sequence from Pearl Harbor, but for an entire feature-length runtime. This movie is intense. It's gripping. You're, you're just holding on to the sides of the seat with intensity and the score. The score by Hans Zimmer is just absolutely incredible. It uses this ticking clock in the background to just elevate the sense of their time is running out. I could go on and on about this thing, guys, but you gotta check this one out in theaters. I give it like a 95. It's built to be seen in IMAX. Like 70% of the film was shot with IMAX. But thank you for listening. This is Chaz. Two cents on movies. Have a good one. What is happening, folks? Thank you for tuning back in. This is Chaz for Two Cents on Movies. And now let's dive into some Comic-Con stuff. So, as far as trailers go, there was a whole slew of trailers that dropped just about for every single film you could have asked for. They had a trailer. So we had ones for Kingsman, The Golden Circle. We had Blade Runner. We had Ready Player One, which looked amazing. And then we had Thor Ragnarok. We had Black Panther. We had, they showed the, the Avengers Infinity War footage from D23. They showed that again. New Justice League stuff. I heard they showed some Aquaman footage. And I'm sure I'm forgetting some, but yeah, Comic-Con was filled to the brim with uh, new trailers. So let's kind of talk about a couple of them. Because just to let you guys know, I'm trying to stay away from trailers from now on. I, I usually watch, you know, probably the first one for each movie I'm, I'm interested in. But if I'm... I, but after that, I really tried to stay away from like even for Thor Ragnarok. I heard the first trailer showed way too much, so I've actually stuck and stayed away from uh, most of those. But I've heard all the trailers were great, and for Justice League, I heard Justice League was awesome. But let's go in and talk about the fact that they're showing Avengers Infinity War footage. There's some also some news with this this film. They also released a kind of a wide shot poster that has just about every single character from the entire Marvel Universe on it that is going to be featured in this film. And there's some new stuff on there. You got Cap. Cap has a beard now. Whoa, breaking news. And uh, Black Widow's hair is now blonde. I don't know what that means. But, and it, but it features Thanos in the middle. And he's got the glove, the gauntlet, and it's got all the stones in it. So we know we're going to see that. And he's going to be wrecking some shop. And I feel like uh, Scarlet Witch should be saying some prayers for Vision because I feel like Vision is going to be the first to go because, you know, he has the Mind Stone in his face. So, don't know how that's going to turn out. But, yeah, the, the poster looks freaking sweet. I, it's on the Two Cents on Movies Twitter. I tweeted it a few hours ago. So, definitely go and check that out if you're interested. It's a pretty sweet, uh, wide landscape poster. 
And also, earlier today, an article came from Collider that revealed through an interview with uh, Joe and Anthony Russo, the Russo brothers, the directors of Captain America the Winter Soldier, Cap Civil War, and now Avengers Infinity War, what the runtime of the film is currently. The current cut is over two and a half hours. And in the interview, both uh, the, Russo, the Russo brothers agreed that the film will most likely be longer than two and a half hours. So in comparison, Cap Civil War was about two hours, 27 minutes. So this movie is going to be a long one. And they said that it needs to be. The story fits the length. They're not stretching things out. It's just how long uh, the movie needs to be to you know, tie all the loose ends together and address every single point. Because you know how many characters are in this thing. So they have to fill it to the brim and give it enough runtime run time to uh, account for that. So that's good news. I'm, I want this thing to be as long as possible. I want it to be as epic as possible. This thing is going to be... It's going to be unlike really any movie we've ever seen before. No, I, I don't know how many movies have had this extreme of an ensemble uh, that are like that are gonna fe- that are gonna have all of these people have feature roles, you know. I mean, you know that like these Terrence Malick movies, like The Thin Red Line, the, the cast is absolutely bonkers. But not every single person has a huge role. But I feel like every single person in this film is going to have at least some piece of significance, you know, to bring to the table. So I'm really, really looking forward to Aven- to Avengers: Infinity War. And they also said that the sequel, while they haven't, you know, started filming or anything yet, they have a story, and they think it's going to be about, you know, that kind of length as well, because it needs to be. So, yeah, that's a lot of Avengers Infinity War stuff, and we've, we've heard the, the footage that they've shown has been absolutely incredible. It blew the doors off everyone at uh, D23, and it did the same at Comic-Con, so looking forward to that. And the other trailer that I'm really, really hyped about is the Ready Player One trailer. I have not read the book. I do know kind of, you know, the brief logline synopsis. And this trailer looks so awesome. It looks so, so cool with the amount of stuff that they're throwing in from the Iron Giant to the DeLorean from Back to the Future. It just looks like a bunch of member berries, and I'm going to eat all of them, and I'm going to love every single second of it. It's Spielberg, my favorite director, so just can't wait for that. And he knows how to tug at those nostalgia strings. So that's it for the Comic-Con news. Feel free to call in and let me know what you think. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the station today. If you have any opinions on any of the stuff we talked about today, feel free to call in and uh, let me know. I'm really curious to hear what you guys think, either about you know Dunkirk or, or the Comic-Con stuff. What was your favorite trailer you saw that debuted at Comic-Con? What movie are you looking forward to the most? Really looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about all that stuff because it's a lot and I could not touch it all within five minutes, so I know I left out a bunch of stuff, but hey. That's what this uh, app is for. We get to have a nice discussion. And feel free to use the new discussion feature on the app. Shouts out to the uh, Anchor team to bring that to us because that feature is really cool. And they really keep updating this app very frequently and adding some really cool stuff to it. So, again, thank you for listening, guys. This has been Chaz for Two Cents on Movies. Have a good one.